Welcome to Hashtag with Navguzi Chiwanko. This is the place where we help you unravel social constructs, discuss self-development in line with mental health, and everything in between that directly or indirectly affects us in the millennial world around us. If you're hearing my voice for the first time and are the kind of person who is not scared of being a better version of yourself even if it requires you to contradict who you were 24 hours ago, consider this your virtual home. I am your host, Nabuguzi Chiwanuka, a lawyer, founder, stroke team lead of Equate Foundation, an addict and lover of insightful conversations, and a professional unraveler of social constructs. Suicide is a lot more prevalent in this age, and the World Health Organization captures the magnitude of this challenge when it says that in every 40 seconds, someone dies by suicide. On this episode, Tina Antulo, an over two decade practicing psychologist currently working with Strong Minds Uganda, graced us with her presence and shared insights on suicide and its prevention. Do join hands with us and let's be part of the solution. This month is suicide awareness, suicide prevention. Prevention of suicide awareness, man. Suicide prevention and awareness. Suicide prevention and awareness, mm-hmm. man. Last time, the last time we tried to talk, you're like, it's now a month. <laughs> yes, now we take the whole month to raise awareness mm-hmm. on suicides. Maybe to figure out ways how we can prevent mm-hmm. the rats mm-hmm. that keep going up. So, paint for us a picture. Or maybe before we get into the painting of the picture of what someone's mind going through suicidal moments looks like, help us understand suicide mm-hmm. from the context, I think, from cultural context as a taboo and all those things. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it is a difficult topic because for many people, it's inconceivable that a person will want to take their own life. Yeah. Yeah, it's like how do you start thinking about it? Where do you start thinking about it? What courage do you get to actually do it? So uh and because death is already an uncomfortable topic, adding yeah. on the fact that a person can actually choose to end their own life kinda makes it hard and so it becomes a taboo. And there's also the taboo that people think that if we talk about it it will encourage people even more. To mm, actually mm, do that task, mm. it's kind of related to those other taboo topics that we don't talk about because we think if we hash them under the carpet, it means people go away. Them, for example, early age, early age sex, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, contrary to popular belief, talking about suicide actually prevents suicide. It doesn't encourage suicide to happen. Um, and talking about it in a in the right way, you know, where we are. Ex- ex- getting people who are experiencing these thoughts and feelings to understand that they have been acknowledged and heard for feeling them and having them, but there is help. And that is the most important thing is that acknowledge, but lead towards help Mm -hmm. and lead towards help in a manner that makes the person not feel guilty or like a criminal, which is what our old mental 
act used to do it criminalized suicide and i really am grateful for you know the late dr chigozi the late dr ndianabanji and the work we did towards repealing that act because we were able to get that out of the statement and even the penal code and now suicide is viewed as an illness yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's important for people to understand that um it's also uncomfortable because of our you know religious beliefs around death and the afterlife um it's uncomfortable um yeah just because many people don't understand how how people do it but people do commit suicide and some people are successful and some people are not and those who are not successful have a higher chance of repeating the act in the first 90 days of the first one yeah. so it's important that these conversations are had so that if somebody within your close circle um is struggling and chooses suicide as an option if they are unsuccessful you're able to provide the support that they need so that they can not recommit suicide mm -hmm. try again to 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 end their own life yeah um yeah. that said um suicide is complex because the decision to end your life can be can take a year of thinking and it can be a split second decision oh, yeah for different people so let's talk about the first one the first one where um, a person will contemplate it over a period of time yeah. will normally be people who already have an uh, an underlying mental health problem so people who are suffering from major depressive disorder complex uh, or even sim even normal not simple normal PTSD people with schizophrenia bipolar will all contemplate suicide at some point in time in their mental illness they might do it once they might do it twice it might be something that they live with um uh, even people with a uh, severe anxiety will think about ending their lives only because the mental anguish of these illnesses is so painful and mm. difficult mm. and at some point in time you just want it to stop you want the sadness to stop you're tired of having these panic attacks and you're at that point where you're like you know life would be good without them if you have schizophrenia the voices are literally telling you you're better off dead kill yourself if you're manic or in depression if you have bipolar you can commit suicide in both phases by the way um um so people with men that's why we say people with mental health problems are more vulnerable to committing suicide they have a higher chance that they will try and will be successful when they commit suicide the remaining people who commit suicide are the ones who have the split second decision um my i just my girlfriend's just broken up with me oh, my yeah. world has yeah, come to an yeah, end yeah. i go through tunnel vision literally tunnel vision where you cannot see your life without this boy or girl in your life or or spouse or whatever and at that time you make a split second decision and it's unfortunate when that person is successful because they might not have had an underlying um mental disorder mm. but their ability to problem solve leads them to tunnel vision processes and and they don't see any way out of their situation So we've seen this for example with people who are in debt uh people who have gone and gambled and you'll read this in the paper the person yeah. went to the debt gambling place put 5 million there hoped that he would make some money or should make some money it didn't come through how do i go back to my boss or wife or mother or father and say that i've lost the money you just go jump off the building yeah, split yeah, second yeah, decision yeah, yeah. split second decision and the danger with those people is that that because it's such a split second decision there's almost no time to intervene 
there are no telltale signs. Uh, there are no warning signs. Yeah. This person just acts so fast and in that split decision and also the other thing about them is that they ch most of them choose very effective methods where so there's no turn back at all there's no turning back and which is sad um and 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 so when we are trying to differentiate between the two um let's just talk about the people who take split decisions you can't stay how do i start solving split decisions now it's really about how do I start bringing up people, children, adults, working on improving conflict resolution, understanding that your life will never revolve around a single human being ever in your life. They, you, nobody is your oxygen. Yeah. It doesn't matter how we sing it. Nobody is <laughs> your oxygen. And life, life can go on yeah. after the disappointment of a relationship, the loss of a job, the, 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 the your, your goods being stolen um, or any other thing life can go on and many people because we we, we learn to identify ourselves a hundred percent with these things in our life right, when right, they are no longer right, there right. we kind of lose who we are and then we're going to but when you find people who are grounded in themselves who understand that things can get better unfortunate events are just unfortunate events they pass i'll feel bad for a while i'll pick myself up it's okay and you're in that situation where you're constantly being affirmed you have a good support system it is unlikely that you'll ever make a split decision to commit suicide yeah 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 so that's that so it's important that when we're talking about suicide we have to have both in mind so not everybody who commits suicide will have an underlying mental disorder but they might have problems with problem solving and thinking rationally through the things that they are going through and when they go through that tunnel vision of oh my gosh this has happened i don't know what to do and the first decision is i have to die or i'm going to kill myself when they go through when they implement they are almost always successful it's yeah. powerful how you've driven it towards conflict resolution mm -hmm. I had never come to a place of thinking thinking about it like that. Mm -hmm. For me, it was always a moment of, oh my goodness, this person didn't find a reason that would ground them mm -hmm. and convince them to stay. Exactly. Because now for me, when I had, now this is the very first time I'm bringing it up, when I had this moment, it's not, it, the, the, the pain was too much to a point that did I just disappear and my body was just present? I was just looking. And then what might, what I say helped me in that moment was I was, I thought about the after effects of my passing on. Mm -hmm. I started looking through the people that are going to experience my death. Mm -hmm. And the one who was at the forefront was my mother. Mm -hmm. And man, like, we are like twins. We are tight like this. Mm -hmm. So I was like, eh, I'm going to leave her. Mm. Eh, she won't. This will be too much for her. And then much as I was in so much pain, I was like, I need to stay for her. Which, which some people are very much against. <clears throat> because they don't want to guilt trip the sufferers but then for me in that moment uh I, when when i hear news about successful successful mm -hmm. <laughs> when i hear successful suicide cases mm. i feel sad i feel like oh my goodness this person had no one to fall back on mm -hmm. 
that is extremely lonely. And now for a certain period, I was taking those suicide, suicide cases personally. Mm-hmm. I was like, I wish I knew them. Mm. I should have been there for them. Mm-hmm. Like, I should have given them reason, maybe. Mm. You know, but you can't help. You can't be there for everyone. No, so I, I sort can. of came to terms mm-hmm. with that. I was like, oh, that's just sad. Yeah. So I just keep telling people, learn how to be there for mm. someone. And yeah. it's very important because I, I think I started saying this last year, that let the world break your child, mm. but don't be a part of that world. Uh-huh. Because when it, when the world breaks them, they will not have anything to fall back exactly. on. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. And and it also, I mean, there's so much we can say about you know both, um, and and there's some 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 some. There's a school of thought that says even that person who made a split decision mm-hmm. may have had an underlying mental disorder, but we do not know yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're not yeah, around yeah. to tell us whether they had depression or whether they were they, they were struggling with hearing voices or whatever it is that was going on in their lives. And that tunnel vision is that it's literally like driving through a tunnel and the only solution at the end of that tunnel is that I'm going to be dead. Yeah. Um, so the avoidance of that is in the way we deal with conflicts in the way we deal with people who make mistakes in the way we help people go through loss we've just talked about grief in the previous session in the way we deal with grief and 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 loss in the way um we 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 are accommodating and offer grace for people who mess up and who carry out mistakes yeah because when you actually read the news mm-hmm. these are the stories we are hearing yeah um the child failed p7 the family made fun of her she went and killed herself um the young man went to the betting pool he betted his school fees he lost it how am i going to tell my parent that i don't have school fees he went and committed suicide yeah the other story was of the guy who did the same thing he was like yeah, i've been given money to go and pay some goods they haven't paid me in a while let me go bet make some money get my cut then go buy the oh, goods yeah, 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 then you yeah, lose yeah, the yeah, money yeah. like how do i go back to my boss my family is at home hungry walks to the top of the building and jumps off at that point in time there is no space for grace in that person's life to air there is no grace in that person's life to mistake there you know you have you have you ha- you are in a relationship with a person where you can't separate yourself from them you know mm-hmm. you are enmeshed in in we call it enmeshed you're, you're literally like living as though they are one you're one person yeah. so when they cheat on you when they disappoint you when um you know you can't in your mind, you, you you can't see how they could have. It's like you're going through a cessation. Yeah, they are human. Yeah, Sudan and South Sudan. I know. Like <laughs> they are human. Yeah, they are yeah, yeah. bound to make mistakes, and so are you. So, so those are the things that go through that person's mind who has tunnel vision. The person who is depressed will contemplate suicide for a longer time. It will start with their idea of that. That it will start with a fantasizing of death a preoccupation of death um um and it might always start with what happens if i am dead uh, and and that will take place for some time and then it will morph into what if i actually died how would i die can i be in control of how i die um and then they'll if as the illness gets worse they will then now begin to plan their death then they will literally execute in terms of getting the things together and um 
doesn't always happen sometimes they'll even start saying bye to people doesn't always happen but some of them do and that's when people are like oops warning sign but some people don't pick it up they'll start saying bye to people they'll start talking about themselves as though they don't longer exist um they'll start giving away their stuff what is that like help us uh, understand how does someone get to talk about themselves as if they don't exist yeah they'll tell you when i'm no longer here uh do this with my car uh, in case oh. i'm no longer here you guys don't know whether i'll be here you know things like that like you in, in the near future i will be absent and people are like ah stop being funny what do you mean you know oh, yeah. you rubbish it but this person is literally hint hinting that you guys are uh, I am on my way out um, and, 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 and then now they will implement and they may be successful or they might not be successful. Mm -hmm. um, the, the, the thing about this one is because there are stages between when they start deciding to the actual implementation, if we are able to read the telltale signs, we can prevent it. But it's also important for people who've lost people to suicide is that sometimes you will not know. Sometimes they mask it so well. Sometimes the, the plan is so hidden that even your best investigator would have never picked it up. And especially when a person is really determined to go, they will go. So what can you do at the beginning to sort this out? This is where now open conversations about people struggling and mental illness is important. Yeah. Um, uh, and, 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 and making sure that, you know, we are providing space for, for um, not, not exercising these taboos and the things we say. When you hear somebody has passed away by suicide on the news or on the radio, what statements are you making around the dinner table mm -hmm, uh, or mm -hmm, at, at the office, you know, what I found about that particular incident? Are you going, Shah, how dare they? These people are going to hell, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If the person standing next to you has those thoughts, they're Ouch. not going to tell you. Ouch. Yeah, but if you're like, Ouch. oh my goodness, this is like you said, this is very sad. I wish I was there for them. I wish mental health services were available everywhere so people could talk about these mm -hmm. things. Then there's a high chance that if this person standing next to you is thinking about it, they found a safe space. Uh, if you're ridiculing, this person was weak. This person, uh, um, you know, um, um, uh, is not is not courageous. This is just you know. Then the person who's li listening on this end who will be having these feelings won't come to you and say, by the way, that's what I'm feeling. Yeah. They would actually do a better job at masking their joy and masking masking their sadness and mm. pretending to be happy. And this is why people say, Banange, we were here the other day drinking. Yeah. We were here the other day morning. In the morning, they worked. In the, you know, they'll be telling you, I do not understand how this happened because it looked like everything was normal. Yeah. So suicide prevention starts by helping us one understand that uh people will have these feelings just like you know i think the other episode when we talked about what is depression mental illnesses they yeah. are illnesses they yeah. have classic symptoms they have a set of symptoms they've got a diagnosis just like you have malaria diabetes arthritis you know and the doctor quizzes you and asks you what is this and have you thought this what else is going on they are actually going through an algorithm in their mind to determine what you're sick of mm. it's the same thing with the mental illnesses so once we can understand that mental illnesses do exist and it is nobody's fault for having one and these mental illnesses on the for most people might include the symptom of suicide ideation 
you have ideation meaning you think about it yeah. you you with you you then have to if you're a caregiver you have to always keep that in mind that if a person who has arthritis can have a bad day yeah regardless of what steroids they're taking that day their bones will ache if a person who has hiv might have a might have a a, a, a cough and get aids for like three weeks mm -hmm. and then you'll treat that and then go back to you know zero status or whatever if a person who has asthma you know can have an attack regardless <laughs> yeah. of how well you're doing the fruits and the vegetables and whatever concoctions and they have the inhaler yeah, a Sometimes person who has a mental illness know. might go through a phase when they are contemplating their death. It's part of being ill. Mm. And we, or people who care for people, have to be open. And it's, it's amazing because when I'm working with my clients, I just say to them, you know, it's time for me to ask the question. Because okay. they know I will ask. And it's part of our contract. I will check. I will ask. Mm. Are you having these thoughts? Are you having fantasies about your death? What's going on? And it's important that they check in yeah, and they say to yeah, me, yes, yeah. it's been happening. No, it's not happening. It's not happened this week. It hasn't happened or it has happened. And if it has, then we talk about it mm -hmm. and we create that space. And it's a daily check-in. I mean, not a daily, but it's a, it's a, it's a session check-in. It's part of my session checklist yeah. that we talk about it as long as it's something that you have um, uh, vocalized to me. So we have to normalize that conversation just like the way we are now talking about people using condoms to prevent STIs yeah. and, and, and HIV is the same way we have to normalize the fact that mental health issues exist and part of those mental health issues includes the fact that there are people who will choose to, who will want to or have feelings towards wanting to end their life. And if we can normalize that conversation, we make it easier for them to verbalize it so that yeah. we can then support them yeah. to do it. Yeah. You've spoken a lot about caregivers and the people around the sufferers. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep calling them sufferers mm -hmm. because of the pain, because of <laughs> that, the pain. that precedes mm -hmm. the action or the decision. Mm -hmm. What do we have for the person going through this phase? Mm -hmm. what, what is it? What is that something that can help them? I think listening probing and asking the right questions mm -hmm. the decision to take your life is so personal that almost always people will not talk about it yeah they will not say it because in that pain they are in at that time they actually want their life to end so in talking about it in in opening up to another person there's a chance that they are warning you little enough not to be shocked when it happens not to be shocked but not enough to stop them from doing it or they and don't give you everything mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah, and, and, yeah. And, unless you're a really safe space and there's some people who've come and said oh my goodness i'm so depressed blah 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 i feel like dying at that point in time whoever is scaring yeah but at that time it's still a death fantasy yeah yeah but when people start actually planning most of them are very secretive about it and this is why we have to probe and we have to ask and we have to be aware of the fact that if you're living with a person with a mental illness or if you have a mental illness mm -hmm. that these thoughts will be there so now let's talk about you who's going through these thoughts it's important for you to find a safe person to talk to about it 
and say, guys, um, this is what's been going on. I have been feeling like this. Yeah. I am finding myself aging towards this darkness of death, and I am now beginning. And people tell you that they crave it, literally. Um, um, and this, by the way, if you're listening, uh, please make sure you're over 18 because this can be disturbing for some people. People yeah, will tell yeah. you that I actually craved it. I looked forward to it. I longed for it. I have a client who um, survived suicide but lived three months of his life as though he was dead. They buried, yeah, he was just a walking zombie. So according to him, they buried him. He fantasized his funeral that day. Um, he fantasized his giving all of his, and he just existed in auto mode for about three months until he showed up for therapy. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And dragged in by his wife. Um, um, and she was like, man, sort this guy out for me, please. And so we started having these conversations. But all that time he was in auto mode. He's like, as far as I'm concerned, I'm dead. And this is why um, people who commit suicide have a high likelihood, if they're unsuccessful, to repeat in the first 90 days. In the first 90 in days? In the first days after mm -hmm. an, an, unsuccessful, an unsuccessful event. So I'll say to people who are going through these feelings, one is that a professional therapist should understand what you're going through. Yeah. In yeah, that, yeah, when you yeah. speak the words, they should be able to affirm them and say, yes, I know what you're going through. It makes sense between your circumstances or your feelings makes sense you're not you're 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 yeah what you're going through because it's an illness right so if you had malaria you can't tell your head stop paining <laughs> and tell you and tell your joint ex i yeah. command thee now to stop aching me you know you <laughs> you oh have to God. take the artemisia it doesn't right. matter how much you talk to it sweet talk it beg it i don't <laughs> care the yeah. headache will hurt for as long as you haven't taken the panadol yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the, the running stomach will happen for as long as you haven't taken the artemisia or the chloroquine or the mm. quinine or whatever it is that you're going to use That's and it's right. the same thing with mental illnesses you cannot talk them away you can okay we can do talk therapy but of course because it's treatment they don't you can't wish them away you can't wish suicide away Command them. You, yeah, you, 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 you sit down and talk to a professional and begin to discuss why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Get to the root cause, sort the root cause out, and then come up with strategies to enable you that when these emotions come back, what do you do about them? So there's something that we call safety planning. That's the first thing we safety do. Safety planning. Yeah. When okay. a person calls into me and they says, I have suicide ideation, the first thing we're going to do is the assessment and then we'll do a safety plan. And the safety plan includes what are the things that trigger you? What feelings do we identify with when you immediately go to this place of wanting to kill yourself? And then after that, what are we going to do to distract you when you have those feelings? Because I will not be there. I'm not because I don't live with my clients, right? Yes, I won't yes, be there. Yes, yes, this will yes. happen in your day. It will happen in the night. It will happen as you're going around your own business. Mm -hmm. So what can you do to distract you? And people will choose what they can do. Everybody's different and they'll pick things. But right. things have been like taking a walk, listening to music, leaving the house and going to talk to people, um, listening, um, um, watching something, anything to distract you from these thoughts, right? And then we also normally include in that plan a go-to person. Who are the first three people you can call that when you're feeling like this that you can pick up the phone call these people and we then train those people on how to support you when you're in that place yeah yeah so it's important that once you've named the people we then say we then create a safe space and we're like please when this happens don't be alarmed that's the first thing don't go, oh, but no, no, no. no 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 don't be alarmed be calm 
then have a conversation and the conversation is okay tell me what's going on why are you feeling like why why do you think you're feeling like this what's happened to trigger this yeah and with mental illness sometimes there is no trigger that's another important thing to understand there might be no trigger no known trigger you might not be able to put a finger at it yeah and then with that person who you have uh who's your emergency contact you then implement the plans okay what do we need to do together to help you get out of this thing mm -hmm. and then if it's not happening then i escort you to see the therapist so that we can talk about now you're getting treatment yeah so yeah, yeah. we do the safety planning we identify a support system and then like if you're at strong minds if you're one of our clients at strong minds will you will then be assigned a person who will then call in every i think 48 hours or something like that to just check on you and see that you're okay and to make sure that your emergency contact you know can 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 support you to go through this we also um uh, and then of course if, if if the suicide score is high we will refer you of course now we need you to get a full psychiatric assessment yeah. because there might be other underlying mental health problems going on that might necessitate for you to either take treatment or um yeah yeah and so so we'll do that and then they start working together the therapists and the psychiatrists start working together yeah. towards helping you uh and your and, and the caregiver of course the three people are important the therapist the psychiatrist and the caregiver and you the four of you then work together to implement a care plan that right. can get you out of the situation right. yeah so when you were speaking mm -hmm. i went back it's like 2014 i mm -hmm. think when mm -hmm. all this was happening to me when i survived that episode mm -hmm. i got scared mm -hmm. i think i don't know of the world I no lo I was no longer as confident as I was. Mm -hmm. Not confident in physicality, but even for my own security. Mm -hmm. Because what happened in that moment was there came a threat about Al Shabaab targeting you see you. Mm. And all of a sudden I was because I love my space. Mm -hmm. I was staying alone. Mm -hmm. But then I got scared I know I could no longer stay asleep or peaceful in my own room i always imagined oh shababa going to knock on my door any minute but that wasn't me before i could see maybe a car going to get into me and i just like calm down it's going to pass or it won't knock you but then in this moment i was always in a crisis you know and again people don't know anything about this this is how i ended up choosing to have a roommate in mm -hmm. my last year of campus. Mm -hmm. Now I think people that really know me are going to be surprised because now they imagined mm. that the person that I moved in with is the one who asked me. Mm. And they kept asking her, how much did you pay her mm. to accept? Mm. And I was just laughing it off, but mm. no one knew. That it was your coping mechanism. Yeah. 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 And it, it felt safer because I think what made me realize that I had to be around people when I had that hurtful and mm -hmm. grave moment with myself, I started going out to people. Uh -huh. I was no longer with myself because every time I was with myself, I was asking myself questions I didn't have answers to. Uh -huh. 
So when I would be out and laughing about stuff, mm -hmm. it was a whole different story. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when I came to this moment of, okay, I think I need to change my environment. Mm -hmm. I don't know how crazy this would be, mm. but I moved yeah. to a, actually a completely different environment. I left mm. the hostel and I was with someone in the room. Yeah. I mean, it makes perfect sense. And I think for people who suffer suicide uh, ideation, um, that is people who have thoughts of suicide, this is confusing because on one hand, there's a part of you that wants to die. Yeah. And there's a part of you that wants to be in control of how you die. And then there's another part of you that's absolutely scared of death. And these coexist at the same time in your system. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and people will find now they start going through like heightened anxiety, panic attacks, hypervigilance. Oh, yeah. And your, your, your yeah. mind is now yeah. just overplaying every form of danger you can think of. Oh. And this is why getting help is important because sometimes the two in conflict the second one will, or will will win because it will be like now let me do this to end this suffering right yeah right, yeah right. Um, um, and so um, it, it's a weird place to be and even for the person who's suffering it, it's confusing because why do I want to die but why am I so afraid at the same time and, and this is why it's an illness and this is why you have to talk to a professional not everybody will think like you and say okay this is how i'm going to right. snap out of it i'm going to get a roommate uh I'm, I, I'm going to stay with people because again if you're having depression or you're having um um um, um uh, let's say you're having depression you will not want to be with people just the energy of dragging yourself to people is so much that the, the fact that you stay in your room means that these th thoughts will continue to fester and the next thing you know you'll be acting on them People with schizophrenia, of course, now it is a totally different thing going on. For them, it is them battling voices that are actually telling them that they need to end their lives. Or it is them being so overwhelmed by their hallucinations, whether they are auditory or those are the things that they, they hear that yeah. other people don't hear, or the things that they see, visual, that other people don't see, or the tactile, you know, sensations that they're having that are not there, and you know. And, and that is so overwhelming. And at that time when you do not know what's going on with you, it makes sense to end your life because you're so overwhelmed by these things that are happening. And if you don't get treatment, then it makes perfect sense. It's like you can logic, you can understand why a person makes that decision. Yeah. And I'm explaining this in detail for the person who is going through it. Yeah. And then there's, of course, the person who's, who's got bipolar and mania. And for them, you know, even just that space of manic euphoria can be so heightened that you choose to end your life at that point. Yeah. Um, and so I'm hoping that if you're going through any of these things and you're listening to me right now, this is your cue to going, oh, okay, somebody has acknowledged that I am actually feeling these things. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm asking you to go get treatment, go get help, because they will overpower you at some point in time. That's right. Just like if you have, again, we're talking about malaria, if you have too much parasite in your system, it will overpower your organs. Mm. If you have too much insulin in your system or non-insulin in your system, it will mess up with your organs. Yeah. You will eventually die. Yeah. And, and, and so it's important that if you're going through these sensations, if these feelings, these emotions, and you're struggling with them, they are not okay to have. 
It's just like it is not okay to have diabetes that is not treated. It is not okay to have hypertension that's not treated because you stop thriving, you stop functioning, you stop being the best person you are, who we want right. to celebrate. Right. You know what I mean? Right. We want, right. we want right. you as your best self. We want to see your impact on this world. We want you to live your purpose. So get help. Walk to a mental health professional and say, I'm struggling. This is what's happening. Uh, if you have suicide ideation, pick up the phone, dial star 252 hash, choose option 10, because suicide is an emergency. As soon as you choose option 10 and you finish the registration process, there will be a number that says, if you have an emergency call, this number is available every day, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Mm. Call. Somebody is going to pick up. Even if you call right now, somebody is going to pick up yeah. that phone and then they will help you and, and will then organize the rest of the support after that. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. So I think it's in, in moving forward on this conversation, it's really around a for those of us who do not suffer these things. Let's be careful about what we say about them, what because yeah. we are the people who either allow people to access care or deny people from accessing care right. by our words and our actions. Right. So let's be more sensitive. Don't laugh when you see a person has jumped off the roof and gone and go ha ha ha. Look at this weak human being. When somebody posts on, on social media and says, I feel like dying, don't go, hey, go and kill yourself. You right, know, be right, sensitive. Right, yeah, right, be sensitive right. about the fact that this is a person who's really struggling and trying to reach out. And then look out for the signs. Look out for the signs. Just because you don't have them doesn't mean another person has doesn't. Mm -hmm. The same way we are trying to prevent COVID is the same way we should be trying to prevent suicide. Yeah. Yeah, with the same level of intensity. Um, and then for those who live with people who have mental health problems, yeah, again, open space. Do not be afraid to ask. Asking doesn't mean the person will go and do it. Asking means you're there for them to have a safe space to be able to say, I'm struggling right now, help me book an appointment for help. Yeah. Help me find out whether our therapist can see me earlier because this is a tough week. Help me get through these next two, three days. Help me distract myself so that I do not go deeper into depression. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. that help includes hiding things, removing the knives, removing the ropes, removing, you know, don't be afraid because mm. what you want is, you're what you're doing is preserving life. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're caring for a person, don't be shy to ask. It is okay to ask that question. It's uncomfortable at the beginning, but after some time, it becomes part of your daily cavalry. And if you're able to to create a safe of space, a, a safe space that is non-judgmental, this person will tell you. Yeah. yeah Today is yeah, a bad yeah, day. Yeah, They'll yeah, actually yeah, won't have yeah, to ask. Yeah, they will yeah. come and tell you, "Man, it's rough nowadays." I'm struggling, I'm not sleeping anymore, the drugs are not working, that I'm taking, I need to see the therapist, I need help. Because you're a safe space, you're non-judgmental. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, for the person who, like who've said, who's going through, just pick up the phone and call and we shall help you. Right. Yeah. You've spoken about the things that people say mm -hmm. and how they make the situation worse. I tried to open up about suicide. I don't know how many years ago it could have been. Maybe 2018. Mm -hmm. I talked to someone and then she was like, such people. I think I was raising awareness, mm -hmm. actually. I was, I, I got moments of writing those snippets on uh, well, WhatsApp statuses, you know, how short those characters get. Mm -hmm. So this person was like, those people are just ungrateful. And then I told her, you can't say that. Exactly. You can't say they are ungrateful. Mm. Yeah. Because now for me, 
much as I didn't go with it or even attempt, it's just the moment that happened. Mm. I, I, I very much understand mm-hmm. what it is like for mm-hmm. that person in mm-hmm. that moment. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, well, don't you see that for you? You thought about your mother. Those people are ungrateful. We are there for them. But they like, no, it's not about you. Thank you. It is never it is, about you. Like when you make it about yourself, the person even makes feels worse. Exactly. Because they feel like they start feeling guilty mm-hmm. about the, the the turmoil happening in their system. Mm-hmm. They, they feel like you're doing everything that you can. Yeah. And they're still not finding yeah, help. Yeah. Before you know it, they actually want to go through with what exactly. they're doing. Because once I'm once I've leveled myself a failure, then what's the point of being around? Ouch. Yeah. 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 Once I can't, you know, and, 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 and therefore that's why it's really important what we say. And believe me, if you don't have anything good to say, just keep quiet. Mm. Mm. Just let, let's just see you in the corner of the room. Uh, yeah, just be quiet. Try even not to nod or move your head. Just be silent. If you don't understand what's going on, just be silent. Your silence is better than actually making the wrong statement. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... It's 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 one of those things for because even for us as practitioners we you 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 have to go beyond just reading the textbook to journeying with the client and understanding their life and 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 empathizing empathizing meaning seeing things from their perspective yeah seeing things through their eyes and when you're seeing things through their eyes you're also putting in 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 your mind. Uh, or in this understanding process, you're putting in their mind their context. Yeah. Sympathy, pity is about me seeing you in my context. Yeah. Oh, Nabuguzi, um, uh, you lost your grandma. Me, I still have mine. You know what I mean? Eh? It's a pity you don't have one. That is me seeing things through my perspective. Yeah. But me is going, oh my goodness, Nabuguzi, you lost your grandma. What would it be like if I lost my grandma? How would I feel? Now that's empathy right. because I'm now seeing right. things through your context, right? right? right. Um, and 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 it is it in as much as it is difficult, it's something we can no longer afford to run away from. Uganda is ranked number six on the continent on suicide. Yeah. Just so that you know, which means we have we have a problem on our hands, but it's not a problem we can't solve. It's an it is a problem that can be solved. Yeah. It is an easy problem to solve because all it takes is for us to be a bit more mindful. Right, right. And to provide right, care. Right, 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 yeah. right. You've talked about starting to see these things from another person's perspective. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to the person next to the sufferer. Mm-hmm. They find out that this person has suicidal thoughts or they actually survived the suicide when they attempted they they didn't go mm-hmm. through with it mm-hmm. can we talk on how this person is affected very much yeah i mean the first thing that would happen is that you will feel guilty yeah you feel guilty you'll feel like the, what your 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 friends said you'll feel like they're ungrateful because mm. you're looking at things from your perspective i've done everything for this person why are they why have they chosen this route so you'll feel taken for granted you feel like you haven't done enough you feel like it's your fault which it isn't but you feel like it is your fault and all of these feelings are normal but they are not correct you should not feel guilty because you cannot feel guilty for a person getting arthritis or diabetes or right. or malaria or these things happen so just the way the mind falls sick every part of our brain 
that is linked to a certain set of emotions has the ability to fall sick. Yeah. 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 It has the ability to fall sick. Just like every part of your body can fall sick. Your eyes can fall sick. Your ears can fall sick. Your lungs can fall sick. Your legs can fall sick. Your bones can fall sick. Mm. The brain is the same. Yeah. It's, it's, it's physical brain can fall sick. It's mental faculties can also fall sick. Yeah. yeah. So p it happens. Bad things happen to good people, you know. <laughs> so this happen. is not your fault. You didn't cause this. Um, um, um. In as much as we say socially there are things that could have led to, yeah, and that's a, a discussion for another day, but you sh one is that you should not berate yourself. Two, the best thing you can do for your person is get them help. Professional mental health care. Yeah. Before you even look for anything else, go for professional mental health care. Yeah. If you're going to your pastor, make sure he has studied some mental health. If you're going to the Osenga, make sure she has studied some mental health. Mm -hmm. If they haven't, look for a professional. Yeah, because yeah, if you yeah. had an accident and your blood, your lead, your leg was bleeding, yeah, you're not now going to go to the shrine. Right. You're going to run to the doctor so they stitch it. Mm. Yeah. So look for a professional to help you. That's right. Don't play around with the delicacies, the delicate nature of 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 um, suicide. And then once you get professional help, get help for yourself as well. From yourself. Get help for yourself as well. Caregiving isn't easy. It is hard. It's uh, it is it is confusing for many people. Mm. Um, um, it is draining emotionally. It is. Yeah, yeah. And many times people do not. Many times caregivers do not invest in their own care. In their in their own care. I believe they don't really get to acknowledge how this uh, manifests or reflects mm -hmm. back to them, mm -hmm. and how much it impacts on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So get help for yourself as well find a person who again is professional enough or who understands and so that you can talk to them a safe space where you can vent where you can um, um, uh, talk about it where you can get professional advice that's going to help you care better yeah yeah um, and, and avoid places where people will say things that are not going to build you up to make you a better caregiver yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It is not your fault. This business of hey, those are things are your of your clan. Sacrifice. Where even tie this hug yeah. on your doorstep. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's all. Just you know, just get away from all of that talk. Mm -hmm. Um, just find a professional. Find care for your loved one. Find care for yourself. Care. Finding care for yourself will help you care for your loved one better. Perfect. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I remember when we used to run mental health clinics, there are many times we used to look at the patient and the caregiver and sometimes we wouldn't know who to treat. You just look oh. at me like, who do we treat? Because the impact of this illness has affected this person so much that now they both look ill. Right. Yeah, it used right. to happen a lot when right. we used to run clinics. Right. Right. And, 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 and so now you would then say, okay, you take the patient here, you take the caregiver there and you do two different consultations and this person gets themselves, then you bring them together and like you do some education to help them understanding how their behaviors are impacting on each other and then you follow up on both. Mm -hmm. and, and that used to happen a lot when we used to run mental health camps. Yeah, 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 yeah it is not easy. It's, it's, it's important how you've brought this up, how you've opened us to this fact that I think we never 
get to acknowledge. So for me, this looks this uh, this is you acknowledging that both the patient and the carer can actually access star two five two hash yes. and choose option ten choose to option seek 10. help. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe your person is seeking help somewhere else, mm -hmm. but if you dial that code and and yeah. find help, you are in a better position to help the other person. Yeah. The, oh, it's, it's like you pouring mm -hmm. from an overflowing cup. Exactly. Actually. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And most caregivers do suffer from depression and anxiety anyway. Mm. Most. Mm. So, mm. Um, yeah, seek help. Seek help. Yeah. Yeah. They suffer from the depression of lost dreams, lost ambitions, the financial constraint of caring, um, the being misunderstood, the being blamed, the guilt feelings. All of those weigh you down, yeah, and you might end up with depression, but you're functioning because you have to take care of this sick person. Yeah. You're not allowing yourself to actually go through the depression because you now have a caregiver role, yeah, yeah? and therefore now seeking help for yourself makes you support your person better it's important and I it's think also the same if a person you might also be caring not for a person who's got a mental illness you brought it HIV, out that's tuberculosis. what i wanted to yeah, say any type yeah, of caregiving yeah, yeah. yeah can really weigh on a person <laughs> there was a moment when my brother but the very the firstborn hmm. that guy got sick on us man yeah this is a strong person we had never seen him ill we've never seen him down he wasn't responding to any medication i went in a moment of you know what god i'm ready hmm. Hmm. And then I went back to campus, and this chick was like, what have you been doing? You've lost weight. And I didn't even notice. Mm -hmm. And she was like, what, what exercises? Mm -hmm. what is it? And in my head, I'm like, oh, you fall in is that the serious? problems I have been through. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's so powerful. Thank yeah. you. Hey, yeah. How many times do I have to thank you? Now let me change. Two answers I know. <laughs> No, I'm really grateful for this space, Navuguzi, and it's 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 good to get the word out there. It's good to let people know that, you know, one, for it's important for me, for people to understand, and it will be uncomfortable for some people listening because they're like, oh my goodness, why is she going through that much detail? Mm -hmm. But it's important for that person on the other side of this conversation to be able to identify, identify. themselves or if you're caring for a person you can then go no wonder so and so is behaving like this mm. let me help them get help you know right, right, and, and, right, and that's right. important and then secondly um once we have more people seeking help it then shows our government that we need to step up on how we deliver these services how we make them accessible um, it helps us as clinicians up our game because now we have to you know do more yeah, do more better yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it helps yeah. us understand how as ugandan mental health affects us which might be different from our neighbors in kenya and tanzania mm -hmm, or mm -hmm, even mm -hmm, just as mm -hmm. africans how is mental health in africa different from you know yeah. so these things are important but mostly it's about making sure that every person has the opportunity to live a life that they can enjoy and they can thrive and they reach their full potential everybody is important that's and right. we do not want to leave anybody behind yeah that's right yeah asanteni asantesana get to the root cause of the problem this is my takeaway from this episode for many of the things that challenges, oftentimes when we get to the root cause, the challenge is easier to solve.
Thank you for tuning into another episode of Hashtag Minabuguzi Chonukwa. If you love what you heard, make sure you subscribe to Hashtag Minabuguzi Chonukwa in your podcast platform of choice and share it with your friends. They need the virtual space. They need the information shared here. Also, feel free to share your insights about what connected with you on social media and be sure to tag us. We are at Hashtag Minabuguzi Chonukwa on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter, our handle is at HTNK Podcast. You can also reach us on our email, hnkpodcast at gmail.com. Your reviews are welcome. I really look forward to hearing from you. Until then, catch you in the next episode. Ciao.